This is where the industry insiders come to play. The download on the download, movers and shakers off the course, and the pros inside the ropes. Welcome to Slice with Brian Bushlack. All right, I'm going to share a secret with you, a place you may have dreamed of, or for some of you on the West Coast, you may have heard of. Obviously, Central Oregon, Bend, well, the word got out a long time ago, and now thousands of people are migrating there in the midst of this pandemic. But just outside of Bend, about 30 minutes northeast in the high desert, nestled in the Powell Buttes with a front row seat of the Cascade Mountain Range, is Brasada Ranch. And right now, you're hopefully looking as you listen at brasada.com, B-R-A-S-A-D-A.com. This place is special. Uh, The panoramas, the smell of fresh juniper on a cool morning. They've got golf, tennis, horseback riding, a killer rec center for the kids, the pool, the slide, everything you would expect at a top-notch resort. But What's hard to put into words is the feeling, because you have to be there to experience it. Now, you're on a getaway, but you're not standing in line for a half hour to get a beer or an ice cream cone or or whatever. Now, I've traveled the country, and there is no place like Brasada Ranch, whether you visit or choose to call it home, as many do. So there you go. The secret is now officially out. (laughs) And full disclosure here, Alan Cornelius is a good friend. He's the director of membership. He's the managing principal broker of real estate. He's a lot of things. He's pretty much the mayor of Brasada Ranch. And he was kind enough to stop and talk with us about this special place. Alan, thanks for joining us. I know so many people across the Pacific Northwest are familiar with uh, the award-winning Brasada Ranch, and we'll talk more about that in a bit. But a lot of people aren't, and uh, with uh, folks up and down the West Coast and all around the country now uh, looking for another lifestyle, Central Oregon is certainly very appealing. And before we talk about all the amenities and the opportunities at Brasada Ranch, I want to get the backstory here because, you know, As you know, I'm a native Oregonian, a central Oregonian going back 50 years. And um, I remember when, uh, you know, land use planning and and these type of resorts came to be in the early 2000s. And and there were some decisions in 2005 to 2010 that were made at Brasada Ranch that I think really set the tone for the success you have now. Maybe talk about the backstory of, of the resort itself and the community and how this all came to be. Yeah, Brian. Well, A, thanks for uh, having me back. It's great to be with you uh, speaking again about Brasada and Central Oregon and all the uh, uh, interesting things happening right now. Um, But yeah, originally, Brasada Ranch was a ranch. It just wasn't a resort and a private clubbing community. It was a sheep ranch that was owned by the Shumway family and uh, was for a couple hundred years. And then the original developer, Gerald Wynn, 
uh, purchased the land and purchased 1,800 acres uh, from the Shumways and developed uh, the bones of what has turned into an amazing resort and private club experience today. Uh, Geldwin really kicked things off and got things going in 2005 and six. Had some amazing initial real estate offerings here, constructed a lot of the two and three bedroom cabins, uh, laid out the base amenities and, and did a great job of that. Um, you know, unfortunately, as we all know, uh, in 2000, you know, seven, eight, nine, and 10, the great recession set in and Geldwin's business model is pretty much exclusively predicated on real estate success. And that was not a winning combination for Versada, but it did lead to a great opportunity for uh, the current ownership group, Northview Hotel Group, who acquired Versada Ranch as part of a package deal with a couple other properties, Eagle Crest and Running Y down in Klamath Falls in November 2010. Okay, and at that time, too, I mean, I was there, literally, and we met about that time. Uh, it was pretty quiet, right? And there were decisions made by, I believe, your management company or your ownership group, Northview Properties, right, uh, to inject uh, some energy into Brasada Ranch and to kind of go a different direction. Talk about that. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, Northview Hotel Group and, and you know, step one was to, to stop the hemorrhaging of cash. And Brasada was not in a profitable situation at the time. And Northview being a great hotelier and owning properties, um, you know, from Hilton Head Island uh, all the way out here to Oregon, you know, step one was to develop the, the real hotel concept and process, which was never fully sussed out by Gerald Wynn. And that is taking the, the cabins that we have, the two and three bedroom cabins, Northview invested uh, money into development of four bedroom cabins and has since built 12 of those, which have done exceedingly well here for a total of 91 cabins today presently. In addition, reworking the ranch house, as you know, Brian, is our uh, common uh, 365 day a year dining experience, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But on the top level of the ranch house are four beautiful suites. And the bottom level of the ranch house are four more beautiful suites, making eight suites. And a total that's right around 263 keys or beds. So really the first step was to, to get the word out there to some of the key feeder markets such as Portland and Seattle and areas of California about the experience that could be afforded here at Brasada on a resort level. Uh, so we took that and we took that uh, you know, loss of cash, completely turned that around based exclusively on developing a great resort component that has since, as you alluded to earlier, been met with a lot of accolades and awards. Condé Nast Traveler's Best Destination Resort in the Pacific Northwest, three of the last five years, amongst many others. So it's really taken that core element and that resort element exposed many more people to Brasada, which then in turn led to the great real estate success story that we're experiencing today and started, you know, around 2012 and 13 as we all began to wake up from what was the Great Recession. Yeah, it's a great way to sum that up, Alan. I appreciate you doing that because it does set the stage for uh, what we're experiencing now. Obviously, no one on earth could have predicted uh, the pandemic and the extent that it's had and uh, you know what it's done for families to reevaluate uh, their lifestyle. And we'll talk more about real estate opportunities and what that's meant, uh, not only at 
at, in Central Oregon and Bend, but certainly at Prasada Ranch because it's a completely different feel than you get really anywhere. And I, I can say that because I've lived there and been there and done that. Um, but before we do that, I want to talk about you too. We've had you on the show a few times and you know, you've been around the world, literally, at high-end exclusive properties and you know you you chose to come to bend and and be here you've been here through the the tough times and the good times and maybe tell us your backstory too and what it is you enjoy about uh living and working in the bend area sure um (laughs) kind of an interesting story yeah i've i've been involved with resort real estate and private clubs really for about the last 20 years um i was at one point a PGA golf professional, not a tour professional, or otherwise I'd still be eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but <laughs> I'm the business side of golf and really got my start at PGA National down in Palm Beach back in the mid-late 90s. And from there, I uh, came to work with IntraWest, which was a, an amazing group who had wonderful four-season destination properties such as Whistler, Blackcomb, Steamboat, Colorado, Les Arcs, France, Mount Tremblant, Quebec, and many, many others. Uh, and that is where I left the golf world and got into the development and real estate world. Uh, of all places, Snowshoe Mountain in West Virginia, uh, where we developed an awesome um, intra-west village uh, that is a blend of um, residential and commercial. And that was one of the signature pieces to all of the intra-west properties whether it was Whistler or Copper, Colorado or Sandestin in Florida, all the way back to Snowshoe in West Virginia. Um, and that's really where I developed a passion for resort real estate and private clubs and communities. And from there, it just, um, it just evolved. And I uh, found myself in Orlando, Florida, doing uh, Starwood projects, a Weston hotel and another village down there. And then over in France in Bordeaux and St. Emilion, um, I spent uh, three years in Ireland at the K Club. That was not with Interwest. I was following uh, after I had departed Interwest, and they were actually sold to a different private equity group, Fortress Capital. And yeah, I just developed in a lot of amazing relationships, saw a lot of different models and plans, whether it was in Ireland, uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, a lot of different places. So, you know, it's funny, about seven years ago, I got a phone call. I was in Orlando actually uh, doing business development for a capital group. And um, I got a call from a, a fellow, Brent McLean, who I'd worked with in Interwest. And Brent had been with Northview Hotel Group for, oh gosh, I want to say three or four years at that time. And Brent's now a partner uh, in Northview and, and Northview is a great company to be with. But uh, Brent told me about Versada Ramps. He told me about Bend, Oregon. I had never spent much time in the Pacific Northwest. I'd been to Portland a couple times, so that was, you know, really the barometer I was using. And uh, Brent was, you know, as he usually does, selling it and how great it was. And I just kept hearing Oregon, and I'm like, you're living in Oregon? And he's like, yeah. And I said, Brent, I'm sorry, but why in the hell would I ever go to Oregon? (laughs) And I didn't know Oregon uh, whatsoever. Um, and obviously even back in 2012, I can get online and I can look at them and I'd heard about Mount Bachelor. So it so happened I was coming out here anyway for a trip to go to what is the Shangri-La, the Willamette Valley for Pinot Noir. And, um, it was coming down and Brent encouraged me to come over and just take a look at Bend and come to this side of the Cascades. 
Brian, I was here 48 hours and completely blown away. I mean, this is, if you're into outdoor activities whatsoever, if you're into uh, great food, if you're into wine, if you're into beer, obviously, and then this is where you want to be. And it had enough of a, you know, a small town feel, a great school system, and just a really amazing experience in a 60 mile radius. Two months later, we put a deal together and my now wife, Jen, and I moved to Bend, New Year's Eve, 2013. There you go. And the rest is history. Now you have a a baby girl, your family. I don't think you're going anywhere anytime soon. (laughs) I'm not. Um, I feel comfortable in saying that. I really thought much like the rest of uh, my life has been, which has been, you know, incredibly exciting and amazing areas, whether it was Caribbean and Turks and Caicos, or as I said, Ireland, England, and points in between. It feels like home here. I'm, you know, I'm from a little town in West Virginia originally, and I get that same vibe and feel and sense of community. And the people here are truly genuine. And I think that sums up Central Oregon. And then it obviously will flow into Brasada and the staff here. I've only seen it two other places the genuineness of the staff, the kind, the, the true kindness uh, and a passion for where they are and, and a pride. Uh, and that's at the Greenbrier Resort uh, in West Virginia. And, and the people of West Virginia are very proud people and great people. And I'm happy to come from West Virginia. But I, I get that feel and that vibe completely at the Greenbrier. And then at the K-Club, I feel like the Greenbrier and the K-Club were, were so similar. The K-Club in, in Ireland and County Kildare um, uh, as you remember, the Ryder Cup was held there in 2006. And these folks uh, who work at the K-Club, they're so proud of, A, their Irish heritage, and B, being a part of such an amazing property. Uh, that is what Versada shares with those two other places. Is, is when you have that element of staff it, it, and, and staff that truly cares and is genuine, gosh, it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Great way to sum it up, too. I mean, we all know the K-Club, everybody listening to this, obviously. The Greenbrier as well, uh, too. I mean, amazing destinations, and I uh, appreciate you sharing that. So, uh, you know, Brasada, right in that group then, and what I want to, I guess, extract from you here is the the feel, right? And and what I have always told people when they see Brasada Ranch on my golf bag or you know, wherever I may be around the country, Oh, where is that? Tell me about that. What is this place? You know, for me, it's it's a feeling. And you have to be able to describe a feeling of, you know, really being able to, you know, people say unplug. And I oftentimes don't think they really do. They might, you know, okay, I'm going to turn off my email and I'm going to unplug. But there's this feeling of being at Brasada Ranch that, you know, you you downshift. You feel, you feel it. After about 24 hours, you're like, wow. And it's... It's hard to describe. It really is a feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, it's interesting that you brought that up because that's exactly how I feel. And especially when I'm, when I'm here and, and living the lifestyle in a, in a non-work capacity, even when I'm at work, I'm pretty, pretty chill. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's a solace and a tranquility that you get that comes with, that comes with this land. Uh, the land that the 1800 acres Versada is on surrounded by the desert floor, the high desert of Oregon. As you look out the desert floor and see the cascades rise up just past Bend, it does create 
in my opinion, such a sense of place and a place that I, I feel myself slowing down and, and relaxing and thinking about what's important, which are experiences, uh, life experiences. Uh, hey, we all want to have different verticals and make a lot of money and invest well, but just as important, if not more important, are creating amazing life experiences. And what I found over the last seven years here at Versada and in Central Oregon in general, it's just families and couples, they want to get away and, and have those experiences. Because uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's really all we have. In Versada, to me, you know, you have this expansiveness, uh, very different from say Bend and Bend continues to grow and that's not a bad thing um, at all, but it is getting a lot busier in Bend, um, which culturally I think is great. More restaurants, more experiences, I think it's fantastic. Uh, but that simplicity, that solace, that open space, the ability to feel like you can really breathe isn't as great as it used to be. Here at Brasada, that's a staple, man. That is something that people, when they come here, they totally tune out the noise and they're a part of this place. They're part of this land. They can breathe. There's amazing views, panorama. You know, I can go on and on about it, but that's what makes it special here. Yeah, no question. Great way to, great way to put it. Um, and for amenities and for all that stuff, we have a wonderful website, so you and I don't need to uh, go through that. You've got the rec center, which I think sets Brasada Ranch apart, the, the pool and all that, all the amenities there, the food. It's all great, as it should be, right? as you would expect. Um, but I want to talk golf, this being a golf podcast. Our, our dear friend Peter Jacobson and Jim Hardy uh, designed the Brasada Canyons, one of my favorite courses. This is a fun golf course. You know, a lot of courses at destination resorts are difficult. They're challenging, and oftentimes – they're not very fun. And what's great about Brasada Canyons is that's a fun course to play. And I know, you know, you've had me out a few times. I enjoy that, that course, the views, the vistas, but maybe talk about this golf course because it's, it's certainly unique in central Oregon. Yeah. I mean, the views and vistas are second to none. Um, this golf course and the way it's laid out and, and uh, Mr. Hardy and, and Jake did an amazing job carving the golf course out of the reason it's called Brasada Canyons is literally carved out of the canyons and the arroyos and areas that come down off of the Powell Buttes. So you have this perfect setting where almost every hole is truly its own. You're not seeing other golfers. You're not hearing anything else. You're really laser focused on this experience that's before you, which is whatever hole you're on. Then you always have the backdrop that we just talked about of the Cascade Mountains. I mean, I've played a lot of golf in a lot of places. And yeah, I drink the Kool-Aid here. That's a fair statement. But Brasada Canyons, to me, is the type of course that I want to call my home course. Um, to your point, it's incredibly playable. Everything is basically in front of you. But I also know, Brian, that uh, both you and I have found the desert. Uh, we've gotten into some areas that weren't yeah. as much fun. So there's still a challenge there. And, and, and there's a good challenge. And if you want to you know, tip it out, on the Jake T's, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to give you a little run for your money, but in the same breath, you could also shoot the best round of your life. And I think that's what many people, whether it's my own home club course, which to the 215 homes we have constructed here today, and about 60% of those folks, give or take are full-time residents. That's what they want to play. They want to have a great time with their friends 
camaraderie or throughout the golf course. Maybe they're, they're betting a little bit friendly, like, and, uh, you just have a great game. And I think that's what Versada Canyons does so well. You know, I'll also say that, uh, and again, uh, I'm a bit biased, but I don't even know if it can be argued that we had by far the best greens in central Oregon. The undulations are subtle. Um, you know, the, the, the break is seems to never quite be as much as you might anticipate. And as you well know, uh, we have uh, those greens rolling really quickly through the summer, but so true. And it's just, I don't know, overall, it's a fun experience. I wish I was playing more golf this summer, but that's probably a better segue into why I'm not, which is the amount of real estate business we're doing. Yeah, no doubt about that. I think everybody in the real estate industry is slammed right now, and rightfully so. Uh, along comes this global pandemic. I know there was a couple weeks of you know, what's going to happen in uh, early March and uh, certainly a, an adjustment in the business model to a safe business model as everyone else has done. And I know you've implemented that as well at Prasada Ranch, uh, but uh, you had all the ingredients for huge success built over the last decade here. And now you see that literally exploding <laughs> and you're you're dealing with it. I mean, we've been trying to get this podcast scheduled for I don't know, a month, right? I mean, you've been so busy and everything you mentioned here with a pandemic and where things are going in the world and getting away and, you know, reevaluating and working remote. I mean, you've got it all at Brasada Ranch. Yeah, I mean, we really do. I I definitely don't want to like coin a phrase that Brasada was made for a pandemic, but in some <laughs> ways it was. Listen, I mean, just like you and everybody else, when this when this all came out and first hit, I you know I was I was scared. You know, I'm still very aware and very safe, but but was uh, initially uh, honestly worried, as a lot of us were, still are, and things shut down. Um, you know, we came out this year in January and February and had a tremendous amount of success in real estate with home sales, uh, especially. Homes that we had had on the market for a little bit, I want to say a little bit, you know, just, you know, a handful of months. And typically a Versada, that, that's it, a home. You know, sometimes I, I've had a home sell in four days, but more often times than not, just being really transparent, you know, a home may be around for three or four months um, until it finds the, you know, the right buyer. But kind of, it's interesting, pre-COVID, just coming out of the gate in January and February, we had a lot of success with our, our home sales and our existing listings. COVID hits, everybody quits, me included, focus on what's important, trying to figure this out, trying to make sense of it all. And then, um, you know, in April and towards the end of April, it came right back because it was a bit of a, not a bit, it was a different attitude. It was an attitude from, again, our three key feeder markets are Portland, our Seattle and the Bay Area, but now more of California and down in the Southern California, we're getting uh, noticed a lot more. here at the ranch. But what I saw was then all of the homes through uh, May and into June, I, I couldn't keep I couldn't keep a home a, a listing in stock. Um, they got gobbled up, you know, super quickly. And I attribute that to a few things. One is a lot of the people had been the Versada, they know Versada, they had developed an affinity for Versada because they had stayed here as resort guests time and time again and had a good experience. So it's not like this whole group of people that I had never seen in my life showed up, but those people came back and they decided that 
you know, and I think the time is now to get more out of the, the density uh, of a, a major metropolitan area and get my piece of uh, sanity, <laughs> my piece to create experiences, my piece to be safe. Um, and in Central Oregon as a whole has attracted a lot of those people. Brasada within that micro market has been incredibly well received because we have the 1800 acres, because 900 of the 1800 acres will never be developed uh, because of what our approach to COVID was this summer where we developed what was called the summer sanctuary. Your minimum stay at Brasada was, is seven nights, was seven nights through the summer, seven nights. You're not staying here less than that. Uh, in one, you know, one of our cabins that Brasada owns, or rather rents out through the Brasada Rental Management Group, and and encouraged two and three and four week stays, and we got many people who stayed that long, and it was in, you know, it was interesting that that group of people, a, uh, tended to uh, be a bit of a different demographic financially and have more time. Um, and, and they developed this affinity for Brasada. Then all of a sudden my homes, a lot of my homes are sold out. We have a couple right now, but not many. I could use 20 more. It would be great. Um, but then our home sites started getting purchased quickly and, and the higher end home sites, home sites with tremendous views and people who wanted to build their primary residence, their second home. And a lot of the reason that they decided that now is the time is because of the pandemic we find ourselves in, uh, because of some of the, the civil unrest in certain areas and uncertainty. Uh, and then three, because they found they could be much more efficient from a business standpoint. And with technology today, they could operate remotely, where in the past, I mean, Brian, we're tend to be creatures of habit. So we go, I go to your workplace is what we do. We get together as a team. We, you know, uh, uh, you know, do everything in person. And, and now we are finding at least for the time being and uh, for the foreseeable future, it's going to be that way. And people found these efficiencies and like, I can have my piece of heaven. I can have my family close to me. I can feel safe. I can still be efficient in my business and Brasada checks the boxes for that. So that's really, you know, the, the three keys and what I, I am attributing this to right now. And we've always done well real estate wise in the years past, but I've seen such an uptick in the last couple months that I have not seen before. And I think if you talk to anybody else in many areas like this, you're going to say the same thing. Yeah, I guess if you're not in the car or in a meeting for three or four hours a day, hey, guess what? You can play golf, right? Play golf, go horseback riding, go fly fishing, go hiking, so many different opportunities. Again, that just goes back to what Brasada offers and what this, I consider Brasada more or less a base camp to the 60 mile radius of phenomenal outdoor experiences that are just waiting for you to uh, come and enjoy them. Yeah, from a price point too, I know with uh, the markets you mentioned, particularly Seattle market now uh, mirrors the Bay Area in many respects in terms of pricing. Uh and a lot of folks coming out of the Bay Area are looking at Tahoe, which has been overwhelmed, of course, as you have. But, you know, from a price point standpoint, I mean, you've got a ton of value in Central Oregon that you don't have, certainly in Tahoe, uh, that area and, and others across the West, which are very, are very expensive. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you look at Tahoe, you look at markets like that, and yes, there's a huge value add in Central Oregon. 
But I would also go on further to say that if you uh, look into the microscope a little bit more, just into Central Oregon, Versada, at least for now, is still an amazing value add versus our competitive set, such as Tetherill and a couple other places where, you know, today the, the median price for a home site here uh, is still around $185,000. Um, I think at Tether, it's around three twenty five. So you can just see in our uh, microclimate that you still have a great value add. I mean, we have homes here at Versada, you know, from the 700s, you know, yeah, they're going to go up to about $2 million or so. But there's a lot of opportunities that you can get into a great home here, existing home here for, you know, under $1.4 million. And anywhere between, say, as I said, mid-700s to about one and a half million. That's where most of our residents, uh, residences, when they we list them where they're, they're priced today. We have homes here that are well north of $3 million custom homes that you know aren't available for sale. Uh, maybe they will become available at some point, but right now people are like, wow, I've got this great piece of Central Oregon and I have an amazing experience at Versada. I, I don't, I don't want to sell. I want to, I want to, I want to be here and I want to enjoy it. But yeah, I totally agree with you that there's a huge value add overall in Central Oregon and especially at Versada Ranch. And uh, one opportunity that you have there that you, you don't have elsewhere is if, and that's a big if, or when they become available is the cabins every now and then will pop up and that's a tremendous opportunity to own and also to rent and get some cash flow on an investment property that you can also enjoy, right? Yeah, that's correct. The cabins are uh, a fantastic uh, opportunity because we have two, three, and four bedroom cabins. And uh, all of those do, that's what is comprises our rental program at Versada. And if you buy a cabin here, you own it in perpetuity, just like you would own your home. But it, there is a, a deed restriction that stipulates you'll make it rental ready for a, a, a certain part of the year. And everybody buys a cabin. It's like, look, I want to offset costs of ownership, but yet I want to have a great place where I can come and enjoy it three weeks a year, three months a year off and on um, that area and just have a great experience with my family and friends. So yeah, the cabins will be priced anywhere. They typically come completely furnished all the way down to your flat where it's a, a turnkey product for the most part. And two bedroom cabins are going to be anywhere from around 400,000 to our four bedroom cabins around 900,000 and points in between. Uh, so yeah, I think the cabins are a great, uh, great way to experience Versada and really initially get your foot in the door here. And then, you know, looking into 2021, <clears throat> having a tremendous amount of success, obviously this year, we're looking at some different products as well and some lock it and leave it, uh, maybe uh, uh, neighborhood that we will create next year. There will be a different vertical that hasn't been seen here at Versada. But right now it's super early days. It's, it's certainly not baked and it's, uh, just some things that we're doing some models on to see what would be a great on-brand experience uh, for the future here. Alan Cornelius, membership director and managing principal broker at Brasada Ranch. And, you know, Alan's not hard to find, but I'll save you the time. His email, alanc at brasada.com. Okay, next time we are heading to Hawaii virtually, of course, right now in the midst of this pandemic. We'll visit the Big Island next time on Slice. 
sucks at golf, but he talks a good game. Thanks for downloading Slice with Brian Bushlack, a presentation of Feedback Media, all rights reserved. Full disclosure, our legal department doesn't allow mulligans.